just a bunch of witty bitches. It's just cadows. Pero pepo. Pero pepo What's up, everybody? Welcome to Witty Banter, episode number 62. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams. Joining me today, as always, it's Hunter Greenscreen Dorset. What's up, everybody? And then joining the show as our guest, we have none other than Silky Slick Max. Hey, what's up, everybody? Max, it's been <laughs> a very long time since you've been on the on the show, man. I did a little bit of research before I came here, and it's been a really long time. I'm talking 20 plus episodes. 20 oh, plus? Shit. I mean, yeah. Wow, yeah. that means it's probably over half a year episodes. since you've been on, huh? If, we, if we're going time. on weeks. That's a we're... long time for, you know, the people to go without me. You know? oh. <laughs> I'm sure your numbers have dwindled. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Let's do this. It's the whole reason we got the show uh, up and running again is because yeah, everyone right. was just begging to have you back on. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> okay, um, before we get in there, I do want to catch up, man. What have you, How have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. I've been hanging out, uh, still going to school, taking a few little uh, extra classes. I've been taking a lot of sign language classes lately sign language sign language wow. i learned a lot of sign language because of my girlfriend andrea like she speaks it fairly fluently uh-huh. so she'll speak it around me sometimes or to her friends and i'm like all right none of this no more of this whole like mystery secret m- not nonsense, to be not you know? to be an ass here yeah but but i'm it, about to be an ass here yeah, but here it comes <laughs> it, dude fuck is it, you is it technically speaking sign language <laughs> signing that's true <laughs> she was signing to her friends so, i did i so mean i, I could, was just from I, what i saw yeah so. <laughs> but i got really interested in it and um i got like some flashcards just to kind of learn like the little bits before school started okay and i was like i actually kind of like this and i had a little uh, free extra classes over uh, the summertime and i thought i would kind of test it out see if this might be something that i want to get a little bit more into and so far i'm like three like uh classes in okay to my new summer schedule these classes and i am it's like it's like if you were to take a piano one class mm-hmm. and they're just like, all right, guys, this is chopsticks for like the first week. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> that's not, my favorite song. I can't song. do this anymore. <laughs> so I feel really like ahead of it and I already feel pretty good about it. So, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. You got to start. Start hot. Yeah. I'll tell really you awesome, what, man. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have a long lead in this into this intro because I got some shit to say as well. I beat Dark Souls three last night. Beat the yes. Final boss. Congratulations Ooh, on a one foul swoop. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bittersweet feeling, though, man. It's like, well, because, you know, you like it's now? probably going to be the last game in a long time. And you only get one of these games every so often to explore. And now I've seen and done everything. And it's just like. One of my favorite. It's like a new. It's like a new Radiohead record when it comes out. Yeah. It's like, well, I've listened to it now, and it's not new anymore. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. It's so okay, you have to man. Wait for the next ten years, I'm sure that you will find another video game that. Well, I'm you, still. You I'm gonna stream. Get, I'm gonna go for the platinum trophy, and that's probably gonna take me like another thirty <laughs> hours. I was gonna say, and if it's anything like the other Dark Souls games, you still gotta beat it like seven more times. Yeah, before six Chase plus, fully has plus, full, plus plus you know, yeah. round through the game. So. I got to make sure that bragging rights are like un- unprecedented. Yeah, nobody just... can even come close to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Witty Banter is a show where we review a beer. And I got to tell you, Max, you're on for a pretty special episode because Witty Banter got its first ever beer recommendation. Fucking right. This beer recommendation was sent in by a guy named Ben Ebig. It's E-B-I-G. So I'm going to go with Ebig. Okay. So do we know this guy? This guy is a friend of mine from Twitter. His handle is at Ace of Trophies. I got to tell you a little bit about this guy. All right, cool. we were just talking about trophies yeah. for a second. Yeah, lay it on the, me. Yeah. This man is a hunter of of trophies. That's what he does. He earns them. He has gotten over a hundred and fifty platinum trophies on PlayStation. It's what? insanity. 
150 games that he did literally everything you can do in? Uh, yes. I don't even know that's what that meant. I thought oh I meant 150 trophies. It's fucking outrageous. He even has a website called PlatinumTrophyReview.com, so I recommend everyone go check it out. That's um, super but, cool, actually. I yeah, mean, it's I'm, awesome. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I know. Like, I don't even know if I've played... Half of that many games ever. 150 video games. Considering no. on PlayStation, I've literally played. I know played four. I haven't played 150 video games. Yeah, Maybe 75. <laughs> sure. But that is very impressive. Yeah. Good no, job, this, Ben. Thank yeah. you for uh, your recommendation. First one ever. Yeah. Jeez, man, we're so, so stoked. Sick. What Ben did is he went to our website, wittybantershow.com, and he clicked on suggest a beer, and he wrote in the beer he suggested for us today is called Not Your Father's root beer and it is from a brewery called small town brewery now i gotta say i'm already gonna be biased against it because i fucking hate root beer but you know what ben i'm doing this for you i'm gonna drink it for you is there a chance in hell that this doesn't try to try to taste like root beer that it's just calling that by the name well i don't know like i understand um no, first of all, there's no way. But but <laughs> because if you guys are smelling anything after opening these cans, there's root beer in this. Oh sure. yeah, I know. it definitely smells like root beer. Damn. But I don't understand the the title, not your father's root beer. Like, wouldn't your father's root beer be the alcoholic one? Yeah, it should be your father's root beer. This yeah, is definitely your father's. <laughs> this is not your baby's root beer. I already got plenty be. of emails lined up to send these guys. Well, I feel like I feel, <laughs> I feel like wrong. the the old saying is like it's not your grandmama's chicken or whatever. You know, like. This ain't your daddy's. I have never yeah, I once heard sense. it's not your grandmama's chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know well, but I've never well, had steaming meats. But chicken. you know what I mean? Like they always say, like it's not your whatever's whatever. But like that's usually the one you like the most. So I never really understood the phrase in the first place. No, but I don't know. Let's go with a little, a few specs. We got five point nine percent alcohol by volume. Did you already say that? No, I didn't. Go ahead and read. Uh, go ahead and go down the can for us. Okay, it says this beer is flavored with spices. <laughs> we like to think of it as a dark spiced ale with vanilla and honey notes. Ooh. Best served chilled on a poured or or poured in a glass over ice. Over ice. They're Ooh, suggesting really? this. We're not doing that, but yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> uh, Our review but, is always already null and void. But yeah, so. So small town brewery. That's Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Cool. So, cool. I think that's all we got right now. That and root beer. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I, I I will say this. I I I have hated root beer ever since the day I opened up my first package of bottle caps candy. Yeah. And I spread out all the pretty colors. And I was eating them, and I got to this like brown, and I was like, oh, I don't know what this is, and I put it in. I'm like, oh, it's it's, it's <laughs> shit. They made a shit colored podcast. <laughs> And I realized choice, that huh? that yeah, I realized that that was root beer. Um, so immediately on tasting this, like this is actually good. I like this. What? Like, yeah, this Whoa, is. No, it's like it's it's kind of sweet. It smells like so for the people like oh, what's it, it? It it smells like root beer. I mean, but it's like a pure root beer. It's like maybe just all the root beer I've had beforehand is just kind of like shitty soda knockoff root beer. But this one feels legit, man. I mean. I like it. I mean, I think, you know, it's a good take on this whole, like, root beer styled flavored beer. The only thing is, is like, man, I just get like a big whopping heap of like Listerine feel. Really? Yes, dude. I was going to save that for later because I was like, well, we'll just touch on that. It, it tastes like root beer. And I'll talk more about later. But it's like a fucking winter green. Yeah. Like at the very ta- end, like you have yeah. mint or something. And you're just like, it, well, it, it tastes like, like um, gum. It tastes like mouthwash for me. <laughs> what? Whoa. 
I mean, serious. I mean, I'm not trying yeah. to be a dick. It's just like I just get like a big, you know, whiff of it whenever I'm whenever I'm taking a chug of it. So outside of that, I actually do really like it. But I feel like I'm not really sure what is contributing to that. I mean, yeah. but that's I, I also think that that's probably just a normal sort of hint that you're going to get in just your everyday root beer. So Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like I'm not really familiar with the taste of root beer and like when I think of what root beer tastes like, I just think of what root beer tastes like, but obviously it's a combination of <laughs> obviously Bottle it's a combination cap. of flavor. <laughs> shit. Like I mentioned before, shit. Yeah. Um but anyway, before we move on, I do want to say that it's a really dark brown. It's not very translucent despite the fact that it looks pretty filtered and it's kind of just got like a brownish, maybe slight brown red feel to it, but yeah. that's kind of all I got. It yeah. looks like soda. It looks like root beer. So, yeah, it yeah, looks. I mean, yeah, it looks basically like a decarbonated. Yeah, root beer. Yeah. So once again, thank you, Ben, for the recommendation. We really appreciate it. But it's time to go ahead and get into the news. This is witty banter. <laughs> Okay. I got like a bunch of just sort of lighthearted, fun stories today. Um, Fling them at us. Yeah, the first one I think is going to make Hunter pretty happy because I wanted to really ostracize our guest when he came on. Well, I like to smile, so it's not ostracizing me. Oh, I mean, that's the point, man. So this one comes from a website called The Quietus, and it's Q. It's Q-U-I-E-T-U-S, so the quietest. And they got an interview with Getty Lee where he lined up his 14 favorite albums with a little write-up on why. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Amazing. You've got just some mainstays in there like Pink Floyd, you see your Zeppelin, you see your Jimi Hendrix, you see your Cream, uh, Fleet Mm -hmm. Foxes show up, but there was a couple that I noticed are in this list that I knew was going to make Hunter really happy, so I wanted to bring them up. One of Getty Lee's favorite albums, apparently, is OK Computer. Hmm. Interesting. And it says, here's a little write-up. It says, to me, Radiohead carried on the tradition of bands like, yes, they are always adventurous and challenging, and yet they remained ahead of the game. Really, I love the way they blend old and new, including contemporary beats and instrumentation. So... Wow, that was like, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. I definitely thought you were going to say something. I think we almost definitely. kissed our computer <laughs> screens <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. I, just I think say, it's cool. I just feel bad because I feel like we've talked about Radiohead so much. I don't want to. I don't want to bandwagon them hardly anymore, man. Dude, it's one of Be your yourself, favorite bands. dude. Yeah. I mean, I know this is my show and that's my band, but I want to give my listeners a break. I love Radiohead. I'm super stoked that Getty Lee gave OK Computer a shout out. Well, Hunter, how about this? There's one more he mentioned that I that I, I honestly couldn't believe showed up on here, and that's probably going to get your Pop jollies off honey. a little bit more. Okay, okay. Another one of his favorite albums is Post by Bjork. Oh, cool! I actually don't know that album though. That's that's interesting. Uh, well, I mean, go in and describe who like Bjork is because I feel like no one listens to her but you. Bjork is like <laughs> this. No, man, she's yeah, a she's so popular. Genome. But if you talk to anyone, they're like, yeah, I mean, I think I recognize the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird because well, Bjork is similar to Radiohead in that like, yeah, she is sort of like a worldwide phenom, but she's sort of like obscure still at the same time. But yeah, she's like this Icelandic. She's like the treasure of her nation. She's from Iceland, and uh, she's Can you just, imagine being called the treasure of your nation. I just don't know anyone else from Iceland. You know, seriously. I mean, 
Like, I'm pretty sure America's is like Nicolas Cage. I was about to ask, <laughs> who do you guys think is America's? It's a tie between Trump or Nicolas Cage. I can't yeah. think of who it is. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, let's move oh, to Iceland, please. Oh, man. But yeah, she, <laughs> oh, she just geez, has like a please. super cool, interesting voice. And she's like really like, you know how some people try to be really artsy fartsy and you're like, you're just full of it. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah like you're trying yeah, to make people awesome read it between times. lines that aren't even there. She actually is. Like, she is full on like, she lives art and like mastery of music. So that chick is awesome. But you, you had something to say about this, right? I was going to just say that like going back to the Radiohead thing, when I talk to you guys about like our favorite albums by Radiohead, like I've always been somebody who's like, I really like OK Computer and I really like In Rainbows. And while you guys like those albums, mm-hmm. you always kind of viewed those as like, yeah, everybody likes those <laughs> albums, Max. God, stop being so vanilla. They're probably the, the albums that you can most easily get into. Yeah. So how does that like, they're certainly the most palatable. Yeah. yeah, so how does that make you think about like Getty Lee's comment on saying that that's their best album? It probably just means, well, I mean, it's also considered like one of the more like uh, landmark, you know, it changed sort of the perspective of music at that time. Uh, when did it come out? 1997, right? Yep. Damn, that early? Uh, that yep. like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had like, you know, it kind of pushed, it pushed, you know, the music scene forward in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people really uh, were influenced by that album. So I think it's more of like giving them their due, like giving them their credit where he feels like credit is due. But I, I will say that it's weird because my two favorite albums are albums that general Radiohead fans typically say are drops, which are Hail to the Thief and King of Limbs. People, like whenever I was reading up comments on a Moonshade Pool, people were saying that, a King of Limbs was like a shitty album and I'm like dude get the fuck out of here <laughs> fuck, get man. out of this fucking <laughs> comment section dude can you believe what people say on the internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> so true cool alright well our next news story is uh, it, it kind of combines the likes and the theme of this show and all of us into one so I thought it was okay. a good fit well done Mortal, Co- Mortal Kombat beer is coming what? Ooh. The essence of Mortal Kombat veterans Sub-Zero, Scorpio, and Raiden will be captured craft beer style in a trio of Mortal Kombat X-inspired brews thanks to Polsbo, Washington's Sound Brewery. The officially licensed beers will be available in 22-ounce bottles coming soon. So is it? So it's going to be three different beers. One will be Raiden, one will be Scorpion, one will be... Yeah, Sub-Zero. and it's got a it's got a little uh, write up on each of them, so I'll go through each of the beers real quick. Okay, oh, man. We'll we've got the favorites. We'll yeah. all pick our characters of beer. <laughs> Mine's are, Raiden. I'm already, like, I'm already yeah, calling dibs on Raiden. <laughs> yeah, um, Max can pick Scorpion, and I'm sure it'll be like four dollars and be the cheapest beer. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sub Zero Imperial IPA, and then it's. Uh, I'm just going to read you the titles because the article here tries to describe what an IPA is, but we kind of already know. <laughs> yeah, that's Stands fine. That's good with me. <laughs> then we've got the Radiant, the Radiant, the Raiden Imperial Saison, which is pretty interesting that they're actually doing a Saison for one of these. That's an Imperial cool. Saison at that. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. They're actually all Imperials, which is, they're just going for broke here, man. And the last one is Scorpion Imperial Stout. Hmm. Maybe they just yeah want them to be alcoholic and does, robust. Wait, does imperial mean something that's not like imperial means like a it, it basically means like a double. So yeah. oh, um, whenever you whenever you brew, you take your first runnings, which is like the the first set of water that um, steeped in the mash, and 
Normally with other beers, you continue to run water through it so you can get all of the sugars out of there. But with the Imperial stuff, you just take that first batch of water so it's hyper concentrated with sugars, which means you're going to get more fermentation and more alcohol out of it. Yeah, you could probably expect it to be like usually thicker and a little sweeter. Well, I don't know about thicker, but depending on the beer, but you know, a little sweeter, yeah. higher alcoholic content. Definitely. So yeah, I mean, I thought that was a pretty, uh, we got to just keep our eyes out for that because it would be great to get those on the show yeah, and review yeah. them. I just think super that it's like, episode. it's just super weird how they, we're getting to an age where it just seems like everybody and their mom is just making a beer, you know, like the sword made a beer. What was the freaking band that we just saw the other day? Mastodon. A, Mastodon Ma- has a new beer now. Mastodon, Mastodon has their own beer. It probably tastes terrible, but in like a really metal way. <laughs> I, feel like my, yeah. I feel like my left big toe is about to freaking come out with an imperial stout or something that. you know like we need why haven't we made our own beer guys uh that's the goal my friend a witty beer the hey, goal actually banter beer i was up at um tyson's and they were like they have like shirts now and i'm like hey can i like do you guys sell the shirts like yeah um and if you get a taco on the menu you get a free one and i was like Dude, Witty Banter needs a fucking taco on that menu. Dude, <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this more off air, but that needs to be a fucking goal of this show is <laughs> to get a taco on that fucking menu. Awesome. What would we say we would choose if we were going to make our own beer? What kind of beer do you think we would each try and do? I feel like we all like really different beers, and it would probably like <laughs> yeah. be really strange if we oh. tried to mix them all together. Yeah, maybe we can make something, uh, some a fusion of like sorts. A Belgium stout. It would probably just come out like the color brown where you just mix everything too much. (laughs) (laughs) This is gross. Well, that's pretty cool, man. We'll have to keep our eyes open for the the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I want to keep track of the release date and see if we can get those beers on the show. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. Video game related as well. And I figured since Max is here, this would be a perfect time to do this story. Because I'm pretty sure this broke today. Injustice 2 revealed coming to PS4 in 2017. And of course, Injustice being a fighting game for Runner Brothers from uh, NetherRealm Studios, which is Ed Boon's Mm. studio. What I want to read from the article before we talk about it is it highlights a new um, system that's going to be employed in the game. And I'm going to start reading this. It says, the, and this is just, I'm going to just start kind of um, just in the middle of the article, but the gear system uses RPG-like mechanics to reward you with loot drops every time you play the game. Each loot drop, you will earn character-specific gear to outfit and power up your roster, changing not only the look of each character, but your fight strategy and your personal approach to every match. As you gear up your characters, you're building a roster of DC superheroes and supervillains that reflect your choices and preferences, which can be vastly different from your opponents. A few mm. places in Jin. You can expect your Aquaman to look different and play different than anyone else's Aquaman you may come across. Now, Max, I wanted to get your opinion on this um, system. It looks like they're implementing, you know, a a loot drop gear and RPG um, driven system to a fighting game. Uh, My two concerns before you start out is like, one, this has no hope of being a competitive competitive game. And and so yeah, go ahead. What what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, the first two things I thought of was like, okay, well then this is going to be hard to get into the competitive scene unless there's like some sort of like maybe like special mode where there was like no armor system and you maybe played with like the raw characters, which is honestly like just fine. I think if that was like maybe some side thing you did and there's two different types of way to like play online, like with armor or without. And the second yeah. thing I heard of was like this is obviously something to where you're going to be able to like 
buy armor packs and it's going to be something to like try to keep the game alive in that sense and like yeah it, it does sound like microtransactions yeah, are built in which kind of sucks yep. um especially since going i mean i think i know what they're talking about because injustice one really didn't live very long like it was tight and i loved playing it but i don't think that really like went over the span of a year like at why all. do you think that was I don't know. Like, honest, because it didn't die when, like, MKX came out. It died way before that. And, like, MK9 tournaments were going on after Injustice tournaments were going on. And, like, I really liked the game. I thought the game was, like, a perfect, like, fusion between some of, like, the controls and, like, concepts that Street Fighter and other fighting game players wanted out of a Mortal Kombat game with, like, the back-to-block system and the wall bounces and stuff. So yeah. I don't know why that game... I Like I said, dude, I love that game. I think we all had a lot of fun playing that game. And I think we did, too. I mean, it always had a lot of, like, production value. Like, it was always pretty. And I thought the mm-hmm. animations were great. Like, it yeah. felt like you... Like, you felt the... Just the heft of the of Superman yeah. punching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. It just sounds like maybe the game is going more for that just... Hey, come and play and have fun with it. Type of romp. Sounds um, awful. Um, and you know, I I think you're right to to sniff out microtransactions here, mm-hmm. which is always a bummer. And you know, maybe they will do a no armor mode for competitive stuff. But honestly, like, do you think that NetherRealm like tries to target being in uh, like fighting tournaments when they make Injustice, or do you think this one's more of just like, look, we've we've smelt blood in the water with how successful MKX is. Yeah. Let's just keep giving people what's fun and what they want, and if it gets competitive, then great. But if not, it's not a part of our overall strategy. I think they might recognize that they're always kind of like the second behind. I mean, even more than the second. Like, I think the uh, roster or like lists for games that are going to be played on the final day of Evo, which is like the biggest fighting game tournament of the year. MKX is first out of five games, which means it's going to be like early morning, like maybe 10 a.m., which is not a primetime slot. And that means that like they don't think it's very good. That being said, they support the tournament like world a lot man they put so much money into those some of them like while they might be like on those time slots have the biggest prize pool because either nether realms or somebody specific is getting behind and putting money into the tournaments themselves and also they run things like um uh like esl online tournaments consistently which have money prizes every time like the people who are consistently good at mkx are like actually like doing well for themselves as players which is like not to you know there's a lot of you know, famous and popular like Street Fighter players, which is, you know, technically the biggest game who can't yeah. say they have that sort of financial security. So, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really know. I think they're, I think they're comfortable saying that like, I mean, they're going to be able to sell more copies this way for sure. I think if they're just as comfortable saying like, okay, there's also a no armor mode, so you can also do it in tournament. And I think that's honestly fine. Like, I just, I hope it's not something to where it becomes such a like, backdrop mechanic and when like in when Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out they had like the gem system and all this extra stuff that like while it added to the game it like almost took away from like the fighting mechanics of the game because people felt it was too clustered yeah it was super unfocused and then the game died really fast because of that so I hope that that doesn't happen Um, but I have a question I'm still excited for it you said you said something Chase where do they have the people or like the fighting tournaments in mind when they're making this do you feel like it's fair to say that like any game developing company has something that specific in mind when they're making their game? I mean, you're coming c- coming from somebody who's been in a game. I mean, it just seems like that would like I don't even know how you would uh I guess dictate your methods based on like, "Oh, how is this going to be in the fighting tournament?" you know? Like well, mm-hmm. it seems like if it's just a good game that it should be a good game and then it'll be a good game in the fighting tournament, right? Like well, I mean, not necessarily like 
a game could be super fun because it's random and uh, like let's let's take let's take Magic the Gathering as an example. That game is very fine-tuned and balanced and because of that it's competitive whereas it could have mechanics in there that were really random where it kind of took control out of your strategy and instead put them on just oh what's going to happen this time and it's going to be a lot of fun but you've taken that away from players so and especially with with a fighting game it's it's more of like okay what can be exploited what is cheap like you know it's just like what's fair kind of Mm -hmm. yeah and and so but when it comes to like focusing on hyper niche things um, when you're making a game that's actually what a lot of games especially with smaller teams and 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 another realms is not a small team by any stretch of the imagination but games that need to stand out in some way they will hone in on a very specific niche and an example that comes to mind is there are games that are made specifically for the speed running community in mind where they say our game wait we want our game to be um, featured on the biggest speed running twitches and that's how we're going to get our marketing is like this game is going to be really easy to get into the whole speed running community on and that means we're going to add timers to our game we're going to add these uh, specific checkpoints our game's going to be about speed and they do cater that game specifically to that niche audience because they know that if they can get that niche audience to pick it up and love it they're going to capture the whole thing and that might just be enough to sustain them for the next game you know yeah yeah touche very well put Mm -hmm. cool okay now this last um piece of news or not really news this last little news story that we have um is kind of short but i wanted to use it as a springboard to jump into the into a conversation because i know um hunter you're a big fan of game of thrones the tv show i'm a big (laughs) fan of the books and max i know that you recently became a fan of the show as well i did yeah and I think I know what you're talking about, but go on. <laughs> awesome. So this comes from ScreenRant.com, and it was an interview with, I believe it's yeah Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead, and he's also the executive producer uh, for its TV adaption. Okay. And mm-hmm. in the interview, he had a tiny bit to say um, about George R.R. R. Martin and what's going on with the Game of Thrones TV show. So Kirkman was asked whether or not he would consider telling uh, the TV writers what he has planned for his own books, specifically the ending of his series. And this was his answer. Quote, I would never do that. That's the one thing I'm disappointed in George R.R. R. Martin for doing. He should have just been like, fuck you. You make it up now. I'll get mine when I'm ready. End quote. And I kind of wanted to get your guys' take on how the show has deviated um, and now past the books um, just because we all come come at it from such different sides. I also have an email that I want to throw into the conversation at a certain point. So let's get our first words in and then we'll throw the email in. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to be bringing up. But um, I think it's really interesting. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say, especially from the perspective of Kirkman, saying that he you know he's disappointed in in something like that that he wouldn't do something like that on his own um i think what that shows is that george rr R. martin has a bit more of a tie to his show whereas like you know if i mean while kirkman is de- clearly being influential in the walking dead tv show i mean if I, I've always just felt that if George R. R. Martin was willing to give away basically the ending and all of the major juicy parts to HBO, then he's basically like full fledged saying, "Yeah, I'm in. Like, I want this to be a pretty, you know, like canon kind of. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be considered what is Game of Thrones. Yeah. And um, I mean, I don't really know if that means that Kirkman doesn't consider the same thing for Walking Dead, but 
I think it's definitely interesting to hear him say, just flat out say, like, George R. R. Martin shouldn't have done that. That's weird yeah. because, like, a, a Game of Thrones, a lot of people, in fact, probably most people' exposure to Game of Thrones is through the show. It's not like the books are popular, they're very popular, but like the show is at least what's like popular the show right is, now. And that's the show what's is getting worldwide. Game of Thrones. The show yeah, is out a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. That's what's getting it out to everybody. To, to try to act like that's something that's just like so second behind, you know, the books and like really shouldn't be respected in that way. Like for somebody to ask like, hey, we're going to still try to do the show, but can we at least have your like plot points and things down? Like, I think that's totally fair. I think that's totally fine. I think that guy, I don't, I don't really know. Honestly, I haven't really like read any of the Walking Dead comics and compared them to the show. Mm-hmm. But if he's that like buttered about it, I don't really understand where he's coming from. In this. I mean, I think, dude, and I know George R. R. Martin hates it when bring, people bring this up, yet it is in it's it's, it's in everyone's minds. It's impossible to overlook, which is that he's old and that and it's <laughs> severely unhealthy. So he's old. He and he just seems like he doesn't really give a fuck about like trying to finish the books. And well, here, so, let me. You know, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he would just, he's just like, yeah, let's see if we could finish it out with HBO. And if I just so happen to get around to the books, then so be it. Yeah. Let me uh, get to um, some mail that we got on this subject. This comes from our good friend Cole Blair. And Cole emailed the show at wittybantershow at gmail.com, just like you can if you want to be a part of the discussion. And he says, hello, Chase and Hunter. And uh, I'll, give a, I'll give a hello for you, Max, just out of, <laughs> oh, okay. out of justice. <laughs> awesome. Oh, nice. I'll says, I'll jump right into it. It's And this is kind of a long email, so I'm going to skip a little bit, but go fast. It's been about two years since I finished reading A Dance with Dragons, and ever since then, my interest in reading the books when they come out has been fading. I watch the show because one of my favorite things about the series is talking to people about it. My parents, brother, sister, girlfriend, and co-workers all watch the show, and I want to be a part of that. I don't think there will ever, ever be another story this complex or such a large group of my friends and family are emotionally invested in the outcome. It's awesome and I'm happy that I read the books because that makes me more knowledgeable about the series than anyone who hasn't. That said, the show is disappointing after having read the books. A lot of events just kind of seem to happen with no explanation. The acting and casting of the characters is hit or miss and nothing in the show has quite lived up to the grandeur that I imagined, just as almost certainly the books never are. It sucks that I have to experience this series through the show in order to be a part of the conversation about it, but I think it's better than waiting and having major plot points inevitably spoiled. It looks like it will take George the better part of a decade to finish writing the series and I just can't reliably say that I will still care about the series at that point. I love the series, but in a year, I think I'll be happy to be done with it. Wow. See, I, I felt like you hand wrote that chase and and told Cole Blair to put his name on it. Cause I mean, isn't the same thing with you where No, hundred I mean Cole's literally like the opposite of how I feel. Well yours is that, you know, you read the books and you've refused to watch the show. And you look, hold and on. You, first of all, with this, with this verbiage, refuse <laughs> as if like people are holding you do me down. Refuse yeah. to watch the show. Somebody well, gave you the all, show I on the first, first season, and you were like, I don't even want this. Yeah, I watched the I watched a few episodes of the first season. And I was like, I don't really like this. And then I watched episodes like some of the quote unquote best episodes of the other ones, and I just like, okay, that's great. It is what it is. But one, I also just don't really watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fair. I, I, I'm not saying you have to watch the show. I just felt like <laughs> I just know that I, you refuse to do it. <laughs> I just felt like, uh, you know, what Cole was saying, and that you know, the best part about the show coming about was that you did get to strike up the conversations, and having read it, you know, you got to be sort of like somebody who had, who had experienced all of the in betweens that the show didn't cover. 
and that made you not only knowledgeable but people like people respect and appreciate that when you've read the book like that yeah how do you feel like in the same way because essentially we have like three different perspectives we have hunter who's somebody who's just watched the show right yeah i've watched all the show watched all the show we have somebody who's just read the books and then we have like the perspective of somebody who does both and I think he brings up two really good points. And I think it's always inevitable to say, like, well, the book is better. Like, the book is always better. It yeah, has more it time. always, it always is it better. Just, yes. It surely has more space and information to give you. Like, it's mm-hmm. always going to be better because of that. But that being said, like, Chase, how do you feel about not being able to, like, communicate with people about it? And do you yeah. miss that? And wish that I mean, this is that? kind of why I wanted to bring this up and have this discussion is because I feel like I really... So first of all, I I started reading the books maybe only four years ago. I've read them twice, but I know that there's people out there who've been reading them since the beginning, like the 90s. All right. So I don't want to speak on their behalf, but I know personally I feel fucking uh, I feel screwed, you know, and I think it's really ridiculous to say, like, I demand that um, George R. R. Martin stop everything he does and finishes these books. The man has free will. He can do what he wants. But I really do think that it's a very shitty move of him to do what he's done, because how I feel about it personally is that he has sort of betrayed his most hardcore of fans. I'm not saying I am one of those fans, but those people who were in it from the 90s, like who have been with him every step of the way, and now they have to sit there and dodge the internet. And like, it's almost impossible not to find out information if you are on the internet. Like, um, it's such a cultural phenomenon. And going towards the point he made about talking about people with it when he when he was still on like season three and i was ahead of everybody and it was following the the uh, books closely it was fucking amazing to be able to talk about one of my favorite stories of all time with people who are like so passionately uh interested in it it was like dude this is amazing like i get to talk openly about my favorite nerdy shit you know yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and so now that it's deviated it's like okay well fuck like why did i even like it, 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 there's just a sense of betrayal, you know, it's like, look, you, you spent, um, a couple years, like you write some of the episodes you go to, you went to all of these, uh, conventions and did book signings for the show, um, and seemingly took your focus off of the books. And here we are and the books still haven't come out. And it's like, potentially the experience in a way could not be ruined for me, but it's going to be much less impactful if I know something ahead of time and it ends up coming to fruition in the book, you know? That's just like the truth of it. It's kind of like the tables have turned on you because where you were kind of having to like walk on eggshells and make sure you weren't telling people like what stuff they didn't know, now it's you're like hoping that people don't just the blab rest of about the world. stuff that's like really important to you that you yeah. don't want to know yet, you know? Yeah. yeah, honestly, like that's the uh, probably the most perfect way to sum up um, how I feel about it is like, I think that's a really shitty situation because like I was always extremely cautious with spoilers and I wanted to like usher in people's knowledge of the show as best as possible when I talked to them about it. And now when I hear Game of Thrones, I have to leave the room. The spoilers you know? are flying yeah. left and right. It's like Jimmy Fallon and... Everybody's just every night. Every night that a new one comes out, they're just that's all they're talking about. Any TV and you're show. like, well, I understand, like you gotta stay relevant, you gotta stay hip. Yeah. But at the same time, like, this is bigger than just this is bigger than just, you know, like I hate to say it, the walking dead. You know, it's it's yeah. it's bigger than that. Yeah, what's the Walking Dead even doing right now? Honestly, <laughs> just that show's on, terrible. Waiting on, on that break. guy to finish I've, the comics. I've actually I actually have watched every one of those episodes as well. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you if you look at it under a microscope, I feel like, you know, that book is so dense and there is so much that goes on in those books that like if they would have known how successful it would be from the start, they could easily be in like book 
two like at the end of book two after five seasons you know yeah but it's like they did it the first season and they ended the first season had huge critical acclaim but they're already at the end of the first book so they're kind of like all right well we're just going to do a book a season and now they're like they just outraced george r r martin in writing the end of his book is it really a full book a season yeah that's actually pretty pretty intense yeah so they skip over a lot of shit man it's 10 episodes 10 episodes yeah trying to get in a giant book like that yeah so (laughs) that's crazy Awesome. Well, Cole, thank you so much for the email. Once again, you can email the show, wittybantershow at gmail.com, and you can be a part of the conversation. But that is all of the news we have, so let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come up after halftime and talk a little bit about the beer. It sounds like a bit of bibbop. If you want to follow the show once the mics have turned off, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Witty Banter Show. Also, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash witty banter podcast and help the show get discovered by leaving a review on iTunes. And finally, steer the conversation by sending a question to witty banter show at gmail.com or suggest a beer for us to review by going to our website, wittybantershow.com. That's enough plugs. Let's get back to the show. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I gotta be honest. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the show is halftime. And not like that sounds weird. If you're a listener, like what the fuck? You don't care. Like, but for me, I kinda like being able to like take a break. For me walk around. It's good for you, maybe not so much, but for me, it's good. <laughs> I'm just gonna pat ourselves on the back on how we run the show. Yeah. Let's it's talk exhausting talking for about not your father's root beer because we've had some time to sit with it and um We've got to have something more to say about it. Max, why don't you go first? It's super gimmicky. Like, I get that. Like, there's no way you're going to be drinking. Like, I always have my fridge stocked with Not Your Brother's Root Beer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like coming home. Like, I got to go home, crack open a Not My Father's Root Beer, and just like sit back and chill. Like, it's sweet as fuck. And it tastes like I'm drinking sweet. It is very sweet. It tastes like I'm drinking my teeth. Like, to me, it tastes like a, like a mixed drink, like a rum and Coke or something like that. Only yeah. not like that, just with the beer flavors. I agree. Yeah, well put. In fact, like, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to name, unless you just really like how root beer tastes. Like, it's hard to name maybe a situation that you might suggest something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I feel like what I hinted at earlier about the Listerine taste, I feel like that's mellowed out as it's been cooling mm-hmm. down. Um, and I feel like that makes it a little bit more enjoyable for me personally, but yeah, I, I I think this is like, it's one of those things where you probably didn't like this because you really like beer, you know, or you really wanted to try like a craft root beer. It is probably a little bit more gimmicky. That being said, I feel like they pretty well accomplished what they're going for. Yeah, this is which I I feel like you have to give credit where credit's due in that sort of, you know, in that sort of light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Cool. Well, uh, we'll come back at the very end of the show, and I'll give you my thoughts as well. Um, oh, you didn't. Uh, you didn't say anything. Not gonna do any halftime. Uh, it's my yourself. favorite I mean, part of the show. Well, uh, me. Yeah. No, we, we go things. around the horn, bro. Yeah, I I think um, I like everything that you guys are saying. I do think it's gimmicky, but I think it's fucking nailing the gimmick. When it comes to actual flavors, though, I do want to try to break it down a little bit. I am getting the strongest flavor I get is that winter green flavor, um, just almost like a bubble gum winter green. It's got like a cream soda feel to me just because mm. of just because of how sweet it is. It feels creamy and it feels vanilla-y. Like it feels like it's got a lot of vanilla in it as well. Yeah, it says a dark they think of it as a dark spiced spiced ale with vanilla and honey notes. So okay. you nailed it. Cool. Um but it's it's that's that sweetness is like, dude, I mean I can feel it on my teeth, you know, and that's <laughs> yeah. I gotta that's go not fun. That's right a no no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well, I'll reserve for my score for the end. So let's go ahead and transition to our segment, which, Max, I believe you have something prepared for us tonight. I have a little bit of something special. Since it's been so long mm-hmm. since I've been here, we kind of talked about how it's been like 20 episodes since <laughs> I've been here. You guys must have a lot of episodes. You guys must have a big archive of episodes. And in case, in case people don't know, they're not all on iTunes. They only save your like last 50 or so, I think, which means that there's like 10 or 11 hidden gems. What? Way back, that, that shouldn't be the case. Now you got me all worried. Man. Maybe not. I, I think my feed, been... I listened to like one of the earlier ones, but yeah, man, it might have been a connection problem for me. But the fact is, they're all listed on the wittybannershow.com, which is yes. where I went back and I took a look at some of the older episodes. Okay, you know, okay. it's pretty cool, pretty interesting to see how things have changed. Let's see where this is going. Kudos on the quality upgrade, by the way. <laughs> when you go back and listen to the cavemen banging on microphones, no, I'm just kidding, it's really not that bad, honestly. Your guys' first show. Like quality wise, as far as mics go, is really not that bad at all. And I remember yeah. thinking that there's podcasts I listen to now that are like consistently going on, like we're on episode 200 and something who don't sound as good. And I was like, that's yeah. pretty yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like episode for episode too. Like episode 57 for us was just a bad juju episode. What was that? Episode was the 57? one where that was the one where we we recorded it. We all recorded it. And we didn't get to use it because my oh the lost episode out. yeah the and then lost me episode, and Chase yeah. me and Chase recorded thirty minutes again and then it bugged out again and so we were like what the fuck is this episode <laughs> oh no so, yeah. I've never had to repeat the same thing so many times before <laughs> that sucks <laughs> and that was like an episode where we had a lot of spiel to go through yeah dude <laughs> so what I kind of have planned for the segment here is I kind of got like this little simple little pop quiz. Uh, to go between <laughs> you and Chase. And the pop quiz is going to be over your previous episodes from the deep, dark past. So it's about who knows more of, about, about witty banter. banter. Okay. Who okay. is the true banterer of all this? Because I think you both say co host and stuff. I'm like, we need a host and, like, you know, the secondary guy who doesn't know as much as the other so guy. So is right? this for, for who's host? <laughs> is this yeah, Hunter, if you <laughs> win this, you're getting a show for now. Host. No, <laughs> no, but uh, what I pretty much got here is I uh, essentially have six questions. I'm going to give you both three. Uh, okay. Each. Uh, if the other, if one of you guys doesn't get it, the other person can kind of swoop in and steal. And what they are is they're just kind of simple questions about like some of the earlier days of witty banter. Okay. All right. Wait. So we're gonna go back and forth. You're gonna give one yeah. question to one. I'm gonna be like you answer. Yeah. So, Chase, here's yeah. this one. Okay. Okay. Good job, Hunter. Here's this six one. total. Three each that we both get to guess at, and then if we miss it, then the other person gets to. Yeah. Oh I did. yeah. I did prepare a tiebreaker. Excellent. And we need a world. We need a World one. Series seven game series here. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. All right. Everybody ready here? I'm ready. All right. The first one's gonna be kind of easy. So just like now, you're gonna be kind of going cool. Through a little bit. Cool. Cool. I mean, I think so. Hopefully, you guys can hold up on that. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So first one is gonna be for your boy Chase over here. Okay. The first episode of Witty Banter was put onto wittybantershow.com on a very specific date in a very specific month. Of a very specific year. Now, Chase, I want you to tell me the month and the year that the first Witty Banter Show hit the ears of the world. September 2013. Ooh, one point. Like I said, it's a little easier. Do you know the exact date? I wasn't going to give you that because I thought that would be kind of too hard. Uh, September 29th. 28th. 28th. Oh, you knew that one. I do know that one. In fact, I just, dude, I just, you kind of brought up something because... September 28th is a Wednesday, so we should be recording on that day. So that will be exactly three years Ooh. when we have hit that spot. That'll right. be a nice little, uh, you know, come around. We might have to do a shitty banner of sorts. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a, uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a suspicious point for Chase, but he still gets it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So for you over here, Hunter. I didn't feel like that was that easy, but okay. We'll okay, see. no, yeah, that was okay. That's fine. All right, we're still going to be on the first episode here. I still so gracefully nailed it. <laughs> I did. went through it. Well. Yeah, not bad. 
So speaking of the first episode, Hunter, okay, mm-hmm. you guys recorded something. Maybe it was you know a, a wine. It, it was a beer. Okay, you guys okay, reviewed okay. a beer. Okay, okay. okay. Do you remember the title of this beer yes. and the brewery where this beer came from? So I know it's Titan IPA. <sighs> That's good. That's good. And I'm going to give you the point, but if you can get the uh I'm just blanking. I, I know honestly, the brewery. I'm honestly Ooh. just blanking on the brewery. I mean, I, I know what it is. It used to be on our wall, but go ahead and take it. All right, well, is it Bre- Breckenridge? Seat. It is not Breckenridge. Fuck. Ooh. Great divide. Great divide. Oh, well, and he saves it. Great divide. Brewery. I still get the point, though, right? That's, yeah, all right, honey. We'll give you <laughs> I should get half a point. No, right. fuck you, Chase. One I point and a half for Chase. I knew the actual exact date. Then he gets a third of a point. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, so it's no. What does this mean? One point. It's getting kind of confusing here. You have one point six eight, and then you over here. No sugar. All right. Well, we'll what is the official score right now, Max? One to one. Okay. Easy questions. You guys did it. Enjoy that handicap, Hunter. Here it comes. The hard stuff. Okay. Okay. You guys ready for it? All right. Chase. Uh Okay. Now, Woody uh-huh. Banter starts off in like what, like how would you kind of describe Woody Banter? You know, a show where you review beers. You also kind of bring up news topics and stuff. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's pretty sure. Do you sometimes remember the very first news topic you ever discussed on Woody Banter? No, I have no idea. You have no idea. I, I, maybe it's video game related. I will give you guys both a hint. It's movie related. Hmm. Dumb and Dumber. Oh no! <laughs> he came in and swiped it. Wait, how did he swipe it? It was his question. Yeah, that's right. He swiped it back from your ability to swipe it, but you didn't swipe it. So he I swiped it right back from you. I was just letting him take it to did see Did you it. know it? Did you know it the first time? I, I probably, if I would have sat on it for like five minutes maybe, but I mean, he nailed it. I, I wanted to hear if he really knew it. So yeah. Okay. Well right. done, Chase. Cool. Excellent. That's two, baby. Okay. All right, okay. Don't call me baby. Going, <laughs> I mean, check that <laughs> off. Okay, show, let's, let's hear it. Tootsie Pop. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. It's getting a little tricky over here, Hunter. I feel like this one's gonna be harder, man. Yeah, no, this is not gonna be too hard because okay. it's about you. It's okay, about well, hopefully you I'm on your the favorite show. subject. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. So, Hunter. Yes. We did a end of the year episode with the three of us. We were all here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you remember correctly, it was kind of uh, the polar opposites for me and Chase. We both went. Yeah, we uh, Chase was like, hey, man, I had the best year of my life. I gave it a 10. And I'm over here like, yeah, I had like the worst year of my life. I'll give it a three. You said another specific number. You rated your year very specifically. This is the year of 2014. Okay. Thank you for the reference. I Mm -hmm. think I needed the reference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you remember the exact score that you gave your year in 2014? I'm going to say it's a 9.5. You really thought 2014 was a 9.5? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Do you know what it was, Chase? Do you know what I said? I'm going to give him a, it's an 8. Ooh, that's two wrong answers. But, Chase, you were technically closer. I won't give you the point. You gave yeah. that year an 8.5. A nice little middle ground. Wow, that's, that's such a also, lame score. <laughs> I was going to say, that's also around the average of every beer you've pretty much reviewed on the show. For the most part. It's exactly right. <laughs> That's not so bad. That's not so bad. It's fine, See, I right? thought that I was the one that had the really good year, but but then now it makes sense that Chase puts a ten. No, Chase on put it, a for perfect sure, ten on of course. his course. Okay, he okay. was like, not no ten. Very very uh, polarizing. All right, all right. Yours back was over. like a three, right? Yeah, mine was a three. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Giving it a four. Yeah, bonus yeah. points. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's two one. Okay, don't two, worry. One, two one. Chase, yours is also about yourself. Okay, oh, which fantastic. we all know is your very favorite subject, right? Final question for Chase. There was a uh, special episode, which was well, well special because I was on it. You know, obviously I went back and I listened to a lot of the ones that I was on. 
Uh, right. Of course, yeah. Of oh, cool. So, uh, Chase, we discussed on the episode what our favorite holidays were. It was a top threes episode, and we went down the list, and we got to everyone's favorite holiday. Do you remember what you said was your favorite holiday? My birthday. <laughs> yes, you That's did. That's not fair. That's embarrassing. That's still his favorite holiday. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair. You just basically asked me what my favorite holiday was again. again? Oh, your birthday? This We're is not... skewed. That's okay. I call foul. All right. Hey, fine. give me the bonus question, man. I'll fucking do it. I was going to say. Yeah, well, give him the bonus <laughs> question. I want to hear what he says. We got two more By questions. By the way, that's we'll a point through. for Chase. As a, that's, it's three <sighs> ones. You know what? I have point. two points still. I have two questions still. Okay. Because I have one extra for you. I thought so I'm st- I still have a possibility of maybe tying it up. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll neg- if you can tie it, I'll negate the point. We'll go to a tiebreaker. I was going to say, I will give him this. If you get it, we'll go on to the tiebreaker. Okay. The okay. tiebreaker is a really important question. Okay. 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 Um, Who's got the biggest? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me. Now, now Hunter. There was now also Max. another episode that I was on. Okay. There was a big problem with this episode that I was on. The reason being that you guys got a beer. It's too easy. That I couldn't drink. <laughs> now, I know you guys know the name of the beer. Okay. Okay. So if you can give me the name of the beer, I'll give you the point. But just for just for sportsmanship's sake, if you can tell me the brewery too, we'll just we'll clear this. We'll See, clear like right I now. know everything about that episode, but the fucking but brewery the, of the beer. stick of the episode. I mean, I know where that I it's like the Southern Pecan Ale, right? You're right. It is the Southern Pecan. I have no idea what the brewery ding, is ding, again. Ding. Uh, I also know that's episode four. And uh, that was the first one that you were on, and I remember us uh, arguing over. Did we ar- argue over Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto and Avatar? Yeah, and Avatar. And we argued Avatar. over everything. We argued <laughs> over everything. You know what? All right, it was Lazy Magnolia. That's fine. I'll There's give you no one. fucking way in the world. <laughs> Maybe okay. So you thought my question for Chase was too easy. I'll give you another one about you. This wasn't the tiebreaker, but I happen to know this because it sticks with me ever since we recorded the episode. Okay. My entire life, I think about it before I go to bed, <laughs> and I seethe just a little bit. I seethe. You get a little salty. Yeah, I do. A little salt comes off of me. I think. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Hunter, you made a comment on this episode. <laughs> Sounds personal. <laughs> about somebody within the three groups. I'm not going to say who exactly it was. Okay. Could it be the salty one? <laughs> <laughs> about a certain one of us floating through space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were being propelled by one force of nature. Through uh, farting. Because, and that was you, because you're a great farter. What was the news story? I'll tell you what the news story was. Okay, what was the news story? Well, was that the question? Yeah, go ahead. It's three three right now. I'm just we'll go in there. What's no no no? The well, new what's the was question? Yeah, I was being. What was he I was being just asking? By? Like, what was the pro? The why? How was I being? How propelled? was he going through space? And through I'm just space. saying through his farts. Easy. We <laughs> talked about we way? talked about um, cows producing methane gas in that one. Oh yeah, oh. and how they had the uh, they had the the packs that were capturing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they were capturing methane. Yeah, I got you. All right, guys, got to strap one of those up to Max. I still kind of think that you both knew so much about the show that I really can't decide who it is, who's <laughs> okay. the real banter we knew, of all we, of you we guys. We knew some surprisingly specific shit. You guys did. Yeah, yes. man. All right. So, yes, uh, easy questions. Pound, dude. <laughs> all right. Well, surprisingly, the very last tiebreaker question is also about me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, everybody knows that people tune into the show to pretty much see if I'm on, right? Of course. They yeah. Get right basically. It's months and months of disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so let me ask you this question. How many times have people tuned into your show? 
and not been disappointed? Or more easily, how many times have people tuned into your show and heard my lovely voice? Or more importantly, how many times have I been on this fucking show? Okay. Not including, gonna, not okay, including, I think this is not the including best. the this lost This is going to be the best question. Not including the lost episode in case that throws you off. You, the lost episodes with all the spring break stuff? What? No, 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 no. Those count. So those count. God, see, like, okay. I don't know how many I just meant the are. one that we recorded and never posted. Okay. Okay, yeah. Not the one we, the 57 I was talking I'm going to go with eight. Okay, hold on. Which way are you going to go? You know what? I'm going to say this right now. Chase is wrong. Okay. Okay. Which direction are you going to go towards? I think you've done more than eight. You I think, think you have more? like... I'll tell you it's one in either direction. Shut the <laughs> f- I, think I mean, I think it's nine. I, I was going to say nine, but I'm going to say nine. It's seven. Well... <sighs> Guys, I thought you were my friends. I thought you missed me on the show. I thought you guys wanted me back. I will say that it was seven. That being said, today's episode actually includes eight, which oh. means that I'm going to go ahead and just say that Chase is the winner. Of this oh, that's it, man. Oh my God. I retain the host. I am still the <laughs> you, crown You are jewel. still allowed to be the host. <laughs> Thank God, because I don't want to be the host. <laughs> Excellent. Thank well, you for the questions. That was great. I hope you guys that kind was of a lot enjoyed of that. I tried yeah, to go was... back and listen to as many as I could, but it's like long. They're like hour episodes each. So I was <laughs> yeah. running through them. I was like, got a lot of I, got, I had a lot of time. I decided this like four days ago, so I've been you know listening to it a lot. So, no, we appreciate it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, Max. I'm glad you guys bringing that up, man. Glad you guys liked it. Okay, that brings us to our mail corner. It's, it's, it's mail, mail corner. And Hunter, we have a, quite a bit of mail to go through, Dude, my friend. I really? am seriously like that. I think that's like what's been the coolest part so far since we've relaunched since episode fifty-five is we have had a steady stream of listener mail, and it's been that fucking is super awesome. cool. Such a sign of a popular podcast. We're, we're on our way. The first. Um, question comes by way of our good friend Ahmed Siddiqui. God, I love that guy. Love that guy, for real. Ahmed went to the website, wittybantershow.com. He clicked the tab that says, ask us a question, and he entered a question, and that question is here. And he says, guys, if you could somehow instantly learn the truth about extra, extraterrestrial life, which of the following would you hope to discover and why? One, human beings are the only intelligent species in the universe, or two, human beings are one of many intelligent species in the universe. Just to be clear, I'm not asking which option you think is true, but which one you would prefer to be true. Hmm, that's a great question. That is actually a really good question. One There's so many I, implications yeah. that each one would have. One you know? I would absolutely expect from Ahmed, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if only we had him to read it to us. No, I know. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I mean... Like like I said, like in my first reaction is just there's so many implications that come with one or the other. Like if if we are the only intelligent species in the earth, that's sort of I would think that that would give us a even bigger head about ourselves than we already. That have. depresses me. I'd be really bummed. If that yeah, were the case. I, that would that would bum me out too. But it would also be really scary to know for a fact say. that there are super advanced civilizations of of beings out there. There is a you know a safety net. That you would absolutely just be cutting away yeah. when you found out for sure. That's not necessarily true. Like in the context of the question, we would just find out that there is, in fact, life. Yeah. Not that it's like... Well, he said, yeah, what do you say? Intelligent life? So, like, he's it could be anything that, yeah. from, like, animals on another planet, right? I feel like intelligent I, life is consciousness. That's kind of what I feel okay. like. Like, I feel like My, if you just had a bunch of rabbits on another planet, I wouldn't that would consider be awesome. that. would be awesome. Rabbit. I wouldn't consider that. Rabbit. A bunch of rabbits. <laughs> I wouldn't consider that intelligent life, but. <laughs> um, 
My, I would have to go with answer number two. I would want there to be intelligent life simply one, so I could have like a total like meltdown about what that means. And two, so I could just let my imagination run wild with what the fuck they look like and what they're, you know, how they run shit. I'm gonna go ahead and say answer one, dude. Surprisingly, I think I would rather be the ones who have an unexplored universe for us to uh, go and figure out, you know? So I would rather have that one. I have to lean towards answer one, too. I feel like it'd almost be like, more like it would f- force us to explore more honestly yeah. in a different place because i think it'd almost outward. be it would be f- really fucking scary to like fucking <laughs> yeah. push out into you know because all you're getting is a yes or no answer like is there intelligent life somewhere else like, yeah waiting on it waiting on it, and they're just like yes and you're just like <laughs> oh god oh god are you gonna oh, think about no. it? are they here they're here where are you going yeah imagine the amount of paranoia that would that would happen yeah. in the world if you got for a fact that they're yes there was intelligent life they're like they're all around us dude you know like people would start freaking out yeah I know. yeah i would just love all the philosophical impl- implications that it would bring oh, right. um that actually isn't the only question that ahmed wrote in he actually wrote in a couple weeks ago and i just missed it so we're gonna go ahead and read his question now but hunter we did a segment on our top three driving songs and he wants to add his two cents in here he says i always get the verve and the verve pipe mixed up and i noticed hunter did the same thing a couple of weeks ago oh no i noticed that too bittersweet symphony is by the verve the verve pipe on the other hand are known for their 1996 hit the freshman yeah a song you can only drive to if you decided to commit vehicular suicide (laughs) yeah no i accidentally like I never really took the time to really know, know the difference between the two, so I usually just err on the verve pipe Who, for both. What's the song, The Freshman? Do I know this song? It's where it's like, uh, can't be held responsible. He was touching her. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It's a quintessential oh, yeah. 90s song. Like, yeah, yeah, 90s oh, song. Yeah. Yeah, was, Absolutely. Yeah, brought me back with Okay. That. <laughs> I'm glad. Now, this email comes to our inbox at wittybantershow at gmail.com. And Hunter I and, and Max, you have to follow along with me on this one. I can't tell if this is some kind of long con where Hunter is, in fact, pranking the show or if someone else is pranking the show. I think oh, it's God. somebody else, dude. I know it's not me. The name of the emailer here is Hunter. Dunter Horset. <laughs> oh, do you, know what, spells it, do you know what that's what? referring to? Uh, we had a we had an episode in the past couple episodes where you called me Dunter Horset and I was like Horset I don't like that and you're like yeah yeah that's not nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he says, hey, guys, I started listening to the show about a little before the year long intermission. And I feel like I should finally write in now that listeners are actually doing that. (laughs) So (laughs) now that it's cool. Yeah. If a theme song played every time you entered a room, what would it be and why? Have a good one. And he signs off Dunter. The W is or yeah, the W is silent horse set. So thank you so much, Dunter horse set for your question. Mm, We appreciate it. Theme song. So, like, what would our theme song be? Did they give a context? It just says if a theme song played every time you entered a room, what would it be? And entered a room. Mm, mm. I think that's... That's tough. That's, can that's, I, can yeah. I opt for not going first? All right. I, I th- yeah. What immediately comes to mind for me is, like, Tom Sawyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tom Sawyer would be a pretty good that one. That would be a... Yeah. that's a big entrance. Really well, especially tight. with the... Yeah. The beginning. Yeah. Super yeah. sick. Or, you know, honestly, like if I could kind of throw a curveball on it and just make it like a laughing track, 
<laughs> Every time I opened the door, laughs came on. Just make it the yakety sack song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd, dude, that'd be pretty tight. Love that. <laughs> or even if it was just like the Seinfeld bass, like, <laughs> dude, like a really quick one like that would be sick. Because it would just make everybody turn your head over there and look, and you'd be walking in the door. I think that'd be like, yeah. like that would be. Max, sick. what about you? Uh, I mean, that Seinfeld one is pretty good. Um, I would honestly just make it be like the like English dub Dragon Ball Z opening track where she's like <laughs> that way it gives everybody a chance to really look around and figure out what's going on before it really comes in uh-huh. that would include the breakdown in there too and it's like <laughs> yeah that'd be sick yeah 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 I feel like if I was like I- I'm I'm split I kind of want to say like Master of Puppets where it's just like pump. <laughs> Bah, 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 and the people look over yeah. and they're like oh my god it's him and after a month of knowing you they'd be like fuck this guy yeah, I was gonna say, you better have something yeah, awesome then- prepared every time you walk in it's like oh sorry I forgot my coat and just like walk back out and come back inside like oh my cell phone too it would just be horrible to have a roommate and every time they walked in that that played hey, honestly but- that'd be a hell of a curse that'd be awful. I think that'd be really terrible the but- quietest thing I can think of it's really the true answer I'll just go with something like super super normal for me and say like a Radiohead song I'm gonna say I'm going to say two plus two equals five. You want that to be your entrance song? Actually, a no. A song that that's, has like a one minute build? Yeah, that's, that was stupid. That was a, that you was a, make for that you was a LaGrange. Make. That was a LaGrange. Was, what's the LaGrange from? You guys I'm just going to stick to, I'm just going to stick to uh, the Metallica, even though it's super stupid. The, the LaGrange, LaGrange reference is a reference to a top three we did where we did our top three favorite guitar heroes. Oh my God, LaGrange. Me up oh this, my Max. God, LaGrange is terrible. Yeah, like I was like, I had like a couple in mind and then we said a few and then I was just like trying to reach for something like a dark horse and then I came on LaGrange. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst choice. That's the worst. That's one of the worst songs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's no. why that's why the Lagrange is an important thing to know. <laughs> All right. Our last question comes from a Mandy Elkins who emailed our inbox, which is wittybantershow at gmail.com. And she says, Hey guys, what are your top three guilty pleasure movies? And since top threes usually take quite a bit of time, I figured we could just go and maybe just do one each. So some guilty like a guilty pleasure movie or two of Yeah, and honestly, like it's movie? really hard for me to think of like a a movie that I enjoy that I consider a guilty pleasure. I got one. Yeah, I got one too for sure. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's Go yours? Ahead. What's yours? Mine is The Breakfast Club. Ooh. How is that a guilty pleasure? I love The Breakfast Club. So, so what? That's like a well respected, highly yeah, regarded the movie. guilty part of that? I just thought it was guilty. I've always been embarrassed when people ask me what my favorite movie was way back in the day. That was way back in the day. That was my oh. favorite movie when I was in like eighth grade. So, okay, that's. Okay. You felt embarrassed though? When, dude, when you're that young and you gotta like cool stuff because it has right? to be relevant yeah it has to be relevant it okay. wasn't relevant I, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, you were just so hip man before hip was hip I'm gonna say this I don't really watch this very often but I remember when I like gave it a full like serious watch that I was like holy shit that was a good movie The Notebook oh fuck that dude yeah, that was a bad one I mean Ryan Gosling you guys is know the jam. he's the jam. Yeah. And that's like, that was like the movie that made me really like him because he is like everything that I think a badass dude should be in that movie. He does build a house and that's like, he's super romantic. Tight. He cares. Yeah. 
He just he just tells it like it is, man, and he's just badass. Plus, he I've gone through my entire life because that movie came out when we were like in middle school, and everyone yes. and their mother. <laughs> the only the only reason you any guy in at our in our grade went and saw that was because one of their girlfriends or whatever wanted to go, and so I held it as a point of pride that I've never seen that movie, and I still haven't seen it. And I think I'm going to go my whole life without seeing it. It's I mean, if you've gotten this long, just do it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm just going to say I watch it's, it at this point? it's my guilty pleasure because I actually like it, and it is embarrassing to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't know. I really don't have one. Like, I guess I could say I'm trying to think of like a kids movie, but all the kids movies I enjoy, I like. Like, I, I guess I'll say a Bug's Life. Let's from, here, here. Can I maybe steer you in a direction? Do you have like yeah. a Do you have like a Disney Channel original movie? That, I mean, I love Blink, Blink I but I ain't, I ain't embarrassed about that. <laughs> you but two there's talking not about another Blink. one. There's not another one outside of Brink that you really like that. The sweet well, life I mean, of Zach and Cody. I, I can give you a guilty pleasure Disney Channel show. Okay. I mean, I watched Lizzie McGuire for a little while. There you go. Yeah. Did you ever watch the movie? I didn't watch the movie. You're not a true fan. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, while we're on the subject of movies, I just wanted to ask you. I've been I've been simmering over this for like the last three weeks, and I haven't asked you yet, Chase. The Conjuring 2 is coming out. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those trailers. What is uh, your take on it, man? Because I know that's like your favorite scary movie, yeah. but that's what I, don't know, you. I don't know. Yeah, that's what, turned, that's what him. turned you into a scary movie guy. Before that, we used to be able to like really bond over how shitty scary movies are. Are you like excited yeah. for this or do you think it's going to be like not like just a shitty retake? I'm definitely going to go see it. I, my expectations like aren't high. Like I saw the uh, like prequel and it was terrible, but I don't think the director was involved in all that. With this movie, you've got... Um, the same actors returning their roles. I think it's the same director. So I'm hopeful, but I'm 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 gonna go see it for sure. Good, cool, awesome, glad. All right, let's put some numbers on these beers, and then we'll go ahead and get out of here. By the way, thank you everybody who wrote in. Like totally making the show so much better. We fire on all cylinders when you ask questions. So once again, email us wittybantershow um, at gmail.com. Tweet at us at wittybantershow, or go to our website and suggest a beer or email a question. Yeah, all that yeah. fan mail raised me off my chair a few inches. Well, that feels good to answer fan mail for that long. Yeah, that's yeah. a long, you know, having to get it out of the way. Like that's a lot. You know, that, that's a cool feeling. That's me like, happy. We need to stretch this mail for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna read you first the first word. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see where he's going with this. Okay, so beers. Um, beers. Let me go beers. first. I'll go first. Okay, cool. Since I was a little uh, more uh, reserved last time, so. I really like what you guys said, that this beer is taking on a gimmick, which is root beer. It tastes absolutely like root beer, but it tastes like a good root beer because I am someone who deplore, I hate root beer. And the first sip I took, I was like, this is good. I like this. It's super strong in the fact that like it's, dude, that wintergreen flavor, I cannot get over. It's like almost the defining factor of this beer, but it also has a creamy vanilliness, which is really nice. And it's got a little bit of spice to it, like at the very end which is kind of enjoyable as well. I think it's way too sweet. It coats my teeth and I can't stand the way that feels. Um, and it's, but it's easy to drink. Like I, I can take a gulp of it and it doesn't like feel gross or anything. So I can see myself recommending this beer to people. One, just be like, do you like root beer? You'll love this. Or, Hey, you want to see something cool? This is a root beer beer. Try it out. Um, <laughs> is that what so, it's called? A root beer beer? Root beer beer? <laughs> yeah. Root beer square. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Cool. Seven's a pretty like a high number. I feel like for a it beer is. Like this. I feel like it's a respect. Like you respect a seven. 
You give it yeah. like a seven is a, a respectable store. Yeah, I think that's yeah. It's a pretty much like you passed. Max, you want to go second or you want you want to yeah. round it out? No, no, no. I'll go second. I mean, okay. I, the first thing I thought when I poured this beer is like, this doesn't look like a beer. Like <laughs> yeah. for real. Like no, I just poured fair. it and I was like, this is instantly. I saw the foam on top and it was like soda foam, and it yeah. went away immediately. The first thing I tried of it, I like I said, I tasted like a mixed drink over a beer instead. And to me, it feels like it's it's that like it's beer mixed with root beer as opposed to being like brewed with root beer in mind. Like, I don't think they added spices and flavors to this to make it taste like root beer. Mm. I feel like they took like a root beer recipe <laughs> yeah. and like mixed it into the <laughs> brewing process. Mm. That being said, it's good. I mean, like I drank my whole one. I mean, it was good. It tastes like a root beer, but it does fully taste like I just drank a soda. It doesn't taste like I tasted like it didn't feel like I drank a beer just now that like, and like you said, it's a good root beer. I think that the fact that there is like that beer taste in there almost kind of cuts it in all the right ways. Like it almost like it's super sweet, but it's, you know, I don't feel like I at least drank like an entire regular root beer would. Yeah. This really doesn't feel like a beer. Well, now that you say that. So because of that, I'm going to hit it with a five. Not that I don't like, I don't hate this beer, you know, I don't hate it, but it's not a beer. And in that aspect, it's not a good beer to me. Cool. It's cool. It's it's cool. Like it's a cool drink. Like as a drink, this is like an eight drink. Yeah. This is an eight drink to give to somebody, but it's like a five beer in my opinion. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna ride off your coattails a little bit. Um, I, I I don't think that I, I I think that this beer had the potential to wow me if it did feel and taste more like an actual beer. Mm-hmm. That being said, it I feel like they leaned on the gimmick part of it too much, and that it is too sweet. It it, it does have that sort of like listerine wintergreen uh, flavor. Uh, and I hate to say it, but it just it literally reminds me of mouthwash. Uh, it does go down really smooth. And, um, you know, you, you do get the hints of, like, vanilla and the spiciness, which is nice. Uh, that being said, like, I couldn't, I, I almost felt like there it wasn't alcoholic. Like, I couldn't even taste any of the alcohol in this drink. It's like a beer-flavored soda as yeah. opposed to a root beer-flavored beer. Yeah. So, so I feel like if they would have maybe leaned toward more of the beer as opposed to the root beer, I would have liked it a little bit better. That being said, I do think that they kind of nailed the gimmick. And uh, so I'm going to actually settle in right between y'all. I'm going to say a six because, uh, because, because I think five for me would say that I officially kind of like don't like it. And I wouldn't say that. But I don't respect it enough to give it a seven because I don't really think it's it's very beer ish. So look, a five is supposed to be a scrimshaw. <laughs> well, I <laughs> perfect s- neutral. I say yeah. scrimshaw with a little bit of uh, booty on it. You know, I don't really Some like. I don't really like scrimshaw. Okay, well that's uh, that's all the, that's what we have to think about that beer. Now remember that beer was recommended to us by Ben. Ebig. He went to our website, wittybantershow.com, and hit the Suggest a Beer tab and sent us in that one. We went, we went and got it. Thank you so much again, Ben, for the recommendation. It was a lot of fun to, to have that. Yeah, that's really Absolutely. Cool. Now, let's go ahead and get um, the rest of the show gone, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. So, Witty Banter is a show that is on iTunes, and every week the episodes will show up in your download queue for free if you hit subscribe, and all you got to do is just search for Witty Banter. You'll find us. It's that simple. If you don't have iTunes, that's okay. You can go to wittybantershow.com to download all the episodes there. We're also on other podcasting services, um, so if you use a specific one and you don't see us on it, send us a message either um, at wittybantershow at gmail.com or via Twitter at Witty Banter Show, and we will try to get on that feed that you are looking for. 
Other than that, we are on social media everywhere. The show, as I just said, on Twitter is at Witty Banter Show. We're on Instagram, at Witty Banter Show as well. And you can also like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Max is on Twitter. He is at MaxScott32. I myself am at Bodacious Chase, and Hunter is at Diesel Dorset. I believe that's everything. So for myself, for Max, for Hunter, this has been Witty Banter, episode number 62. Max, thank you so much for coming on and being a guest. We hope to see you again. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you.